A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, y'all. Take off your shirts. Get your nipple clips. Pull down your pants because you're about to get an edging. Turn on some Law & Order SVU a la Captain Sandy. Staring at Mariska. Cheeto fingers. Cheeto. <laughs> now you see, because of Kalani, when we say Cheeto fingers, now it's a whole different it's a um, thing. This is Love is Blind Season 2. 2. Otherwise known as the influencer season. The um, but it was messy as fuck. <laughs> Ironically, we y'all, we're edging you because we're preparing you for season four of Love is Blind that's dropping on Netflix on what day? March March twenty fourth. March 24th, our like, episodes will drop the day after. It's your own personal trash advent calendar. Yes. Yes. It, so, <laughs> and this, you know, we didn't like this season of Love is Blind of season two. However. We had fun we, talking about we it. We talk <laughs> about it probably more than any other season now. I, I agree with you. I A lot of that. them winded up on that show, Perfect Match. <laughs> well, don't spoil it for people because they want to know what they, what if they haven't watched Love is Blind and they don't know. Okay, look, Perfect Match is everywhere. Well, you, I'm just you, saying. You, they, need to, they, need, they need to fucking come out of their caves. Maybe they don't if, know about Shane and Natalie and they don't know and they're wanting to. Oh, and you may not, you know, about young Gary Busey. <laughs> Who's looking for werewolves? <laughs> Y'all, it's a weird season. We go rogue, but we hope that you enjoy Very it. rogue. Very, Very rogue. rogue. We will tell you this. Season four of Love is Blind is, I think, we've wow. had four episodes. It's the best season of Love is Blind we've had so far. I kind of agree with you. It's really good. So, and And, and, and especially, who thought that Cocaine Bear was going to join the cast? Sorry, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, Netflix won't get us for that. I will say no. this, the after the altar, which we cover that too, but the after the altar of season two was the best after the altar. Because it was super, super messy. <laughs> super messy. So y'all enjoy the ride. We had a ball covering it. This was previously just on a reality gates plus, but now it's for all of you on this free feed. Enjoy our season two of love is what poodle. Blind. All right, Natty Gay. Okay, Love is Blind, take one. Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Love is Blind. It's 90 Day Gays presenting. Love is Blind. Poodle, do you know who I feel sorry for and all of this love is blind nonsense? The per uh, the go ahead. Who do you think? No, I, feel I don't sorry know. For? I uh the poor PA that has to carry around these goblets everywhere. Oh, 
They take them everywhere. Well, I think not just their houses. Like, have you noticed in the restaurant scenes? No, I know. Yeah, the same goblets. I think whoever is whoever whoever is editing this show walked in with the first day and said, "This is how it's going to be, everybody." (laughs) I make all the decisions here. I tell you what happens in what order. I'm the editor. And here, here, and here are my secret weapons: these beautiful metallic goblets. So you know what? I could show you the end of the party, and then I could show you five minutes after the party started, and no one will ever know because that's how I edit. Also, my, my name is Mark. My name's Mark, and my sister-in-law worked at Pier One, and she has a lot of goblets. Exactly. I'm going to wow. do things my way. I don't understand how all the goblets, but how that would. Because you see they don't want levels of glasses in, because there are people are probably our sissies say you can tell it was later because of where her glass wine glasses. It's kind of ingenious. It's kind it of come up by some crazy Nazi editor who said, I have control of when we see things. It is. It is. It is a. It is a complete and utter mind fuck. Oh, why don't they just get pretty ones? Um, because every every I guarantee you the editor the editing on the 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 editing crew on this show is run by someone who is mad with power. It is there. <laughs> you you don't even speak to this editing crew. You don't speak to Mark. No, don't talk no. to Mark. Mark Silverblatt talks to no one. <laughs> no one. Y'all, this is Love is Blind. Reality gays. Come. I know the theme song says 90 Day Gays, but Love this show. Love Blind. <coughs> this show came out when we weren't nice together. Cough. So really, really me. I had a little, <laughs> I have a little cough. But no, you coughed at the end of it into the microphone. That's why I said that. Yeah, uh-huh, sure. Um, y'all, but we're covering Love is Blind. We're, hey, if you're new to our Patreon, thank you for joining us. We appreciate Welcome it. Welcome to the shit show. Welcome. We want to remind you that when you join Patreon, just so y'all aren't surprised, you're charged the day that you join, and then the first of the month, you'll get another $5 fee. fee. So it's not a month. You you gain access to a membership and and hundreds at this point of old episodes that are all yeah, at your yeah, service. Yep. So anyway, y'all, we're just letting you know that that's how it works. We're ready to service you in your ears. Yes, that's the way Patreon (laughs) charges. It's so even if you join on the twenty eighth, you're going to get charged to get on the fifth. But then that you paying for two months membership. So don't be that Carl's wife who messages me saying I joined on February twenty seventh. Five dollars. I was going to say that for my and said and said. I thought I was charged on March 1st. Yeah. So we're just letting you know this is the way it works on Patreon. Uh, the reason we have to do that is because uh, a lot of you asked you wanted yearly memberships. Well, to do a yearly membership, it's a whole pay thing we have to change up. So anyway, but you can't get a yearly membership. If you just want to yep. say, fuck this month to month, I'm getting a year. I'm getting a year raw dogging from my reality yep. gaze. You can get it. We're anyway. going to be there. We're going to raw dog you. Uh, at Thanksgiving, we're gonna raw dog you on Labor Day. Labor Day, raw dog you at Christmas. Yes, raw Raw dog you at Purim. I was just about to say Purim. Yeah, gonna get all, gonna get everything. Arbor Day, 
Arbor Day. Mm-hmm. Secretary's Day. Sorry. Now it's, what is it? I think you probably got gifts during Secretary's Day, didn't you? Administrative Assistance. Administrative Assistance Day. I never received a gift once in all my 18 years <laughs> at my law But that was what you did. I know. You're kidding. I thought you would get things on that day. I didn't care, y'all. My job was very, I left and they gave me a Rolex and I'm still too scared to wear it. I don't know what to do with that. I'm but shocked. That is kind of shocking that they never gave you anything. It's fine. I, they blinded me. They blinded me with money at the end, and I was totally. I said, "Oh, thank you." Anyway, um, all right. So we're getting down. This is called episode eight. Final adjustments. I still oh, don't know what you. that means. That you know um, what? They're not good at naming these. No, it's terrible. Yeah, I think they could do way better, but whatever. Mark Silverblatt decides on the names, oh, and no one and everyone's afraid of him. I hope he doesn't get our Instagram blocked. So. <laughs> Shall, y'all, it's nine days until the wedding. Shall we jump in with Natalie and Shane? Yeah, uh, y'all, this is was a cliffhanger from uh, the previous episode of him meeting Natalie's parents, who seem kind of uh, tough. Yes. Especially her mom. And yes. we see him coming. He's so nervous, you guys. You could like, yes, you can see him nervous. sweating already. He and. Is. And they're they're talking, and uh, and the mom just kind of no nonsense, like, um, what made Shane stand out for you? Right in front of him, right in front of him, and 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 then they're kind of talking about it, and mom's like, yeah, I'm gonna grill you. It's time now for me to grill you, and she said, she's like, you know, I said from from day one, you're my you're my number one choice. She said, I knew, now she says, y'all, she says this again. We do find out there's, because t- she said it either in this episode, Natalie said it, or next episode, there's, it's confirmed. There are 10 days of dating, y'all. They only have 10 days to do this. So, yeah. I, so I was, I was, I, like I said, somewhere between thought, five and tw- two weeks. We thought like maybe like two weeks, but only 10 days of dating. And then, which makes this sound even more ridiculous. Nuts. And it was on day three where she knew Shane was the one. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Right. Can you imagine? I know this is such a pressure cooker, but I would need a vivid description of their penis. Like <laughs> not a not a link thing. I would need to know oh. every nook and cranny of their yes, penis. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. That's that's a deal breaker. Yeah. They, they, yes. So, they, so the guy would say, "Well, so you know, the base of the shaft it kind of looks like a goblin's neck." Just uh, and and Poodle will be over there, just kind of drawing out. He said, "I'm I'm I'm sitting there. We're doing a full on diving bell and butterfly, winking. Yeah. He's blinking eyes. Me, just he's he's he is he is communicating every single thing to me. And I'm like Michelangelo over here sculpting it from my mind's eye. Michelangelo. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Okay. So, mom says, you know, she meets him and she said. And even the dad says, you know, I married my best friend. That's what you want. And he, and she said, well, what made her stand out? And Shane said, she was just, honestly, our communication was so great. And she was so, um, she was, he liked that she was calming to him. And basically, I mean, he kind of, I don't know if he's going to win over Danielle's mom, but she said, I feel much better. Natalie. Or Natalie's mom, sorry. I feel much better. She said, but. And this was so interesting. Her mom meant it as kind of cute, but it's so apropos because she said, 
You know, there's a side of Natalie a lot of people don't see. The only time I saw it, I knew it when she was a young girl, when she was mad, when she would get mad. And and they talk about that. And it is interesting that within two weeks, Shane already sees the same thing that the mother who's had a yeah. lifetime with her daughter, he sees when Natalie gets mad. And he said, that's why I compliment her because I have my heart on my shoulder shoulder, and I've learned to not get so emotional in moments. And right. she's learned to talk about her anger. And I'm, I'm going to say this. I said this last episode. They're a slam dunk for me. Uh, I know we see a little bit, we saw in the preview that she's, that she was crying because they had a fight. Y'all, we we watched episodes eight and nine, so we're covering that today. Um, I'm going to say this now, especially, I can get emotional, especially in episode nine. I'm figuring this episode. Especially episode nine when the parents meet, when the moms meet. Oh my God, oh my God. I'm saying it now, Natalie and Shane are the Lauren and Cameron of this season. I don't, I'm not going to go that far. I'm Um, I'm going, I'm going there. But but they're pretty close. Anyway, we'll talk about though. We're getting, I will say Shane has grown on grown. Shane has grown on me. Um, uh, that, that, that was a a lot of problem vowels for me that I, that I had to fix in my language. It's fine. Shane has grown on me. I wasn't judging that poodle. That's just the way you talk. Judge myself. Um, but no, I, I would, y'all, it, I was, if I was growing up, I would say Shane has grown on me. That's um, fine too. And we all could be a little less Danielle and a little more. No, you're, you're right. But I, I find myself, well, this was, I think I've told you this, you guys, when you start teaching and you're on a, you're in a situation where you have to be in, in a position of uh, authority. If you talk like this, people don't take you seriously. They don't. Especially know. in academia. Um, so the mom, um, the mom, so basically she, they have this and she said, I'm happy to meet you. She's like, this is a lot for me to handle. But she said, marriage is not just all about love, love. It's not just about that. But Natalie, y'all, Natalie is like, she's like, I'm confident. He is it. He's the one. And she's talking to her dad. He said, I'm happy for you too. You can tell he's a genuine person. And yeah. Shane, Shane did really well in this parent meeting. I know he was talking to the mom and he was saying, he said, he told the mom, he, she, no, the mom said, it's not about love. Things happen. It's about what do you do? And he said, I'm here for it. I'm here for family. Family is really important to me because she says we're a close family. He said, I want to be with a close family. And she said, I feel a lot comfortable, more comfortable now that I met you in the energy. I feel really good. Yeah, I, I really like them. I if if something happens and they don't wind up marrying, I'll be very upset. Well, and then they meet upset. Shane's pet. Y'all, we're going to talk about all the couples, what happens, and then we'll talk about the wedding dresses at the end. Yeah. Um, and then she meet Natalie meets Shane's mom. Oh God, again, I love it, her. It's like deep in shake. You're thinking, okay, is this going to be the crazy? Y'all, we meet this woman who's a poor widow just three she months looks ago, just like him. She looks just like that. It's Gary Busey in drag. And so, <laughs> y'all, so. I'm Change Mama. Oh, God. It's so good to see you. <laughs> I just said it. Sorry, I said it. I, I, you know, I, I do what I can. I do what I can. And so, y'all, um, she said, I'm nervous. And Natalie said, she basically said, he's told me so much about you. And Natalie talks about, 
he talks so much about you in Mexico and that actually, and, and Shane's mom was saying, Oh no. And she said, no, that actually is what made me feel good about him is how much he loved you, how much he talked about you and how it was important for him to be close with you and for me to be close with you. I, I also have to say when I started to tear up in this episode was when Shane said, can I ask you a question, mom? And you could just the way he looked at her mm-hmm. with so much love and he's like, do you give us your blessing? And she just kind of went, don't make me cry. And I started to cry. I love their relationship. She said, of course I do. She seems very genuine. Yeah. She said, he said, all I want is for my mom to be a grandmother and to see me get married. And uh, and it's it's hard to think of Shane being anything but genuine. You know, it's he, you know, that's one of his strengths. It's a really, if you have a good relationship with your parents, and so I know this is a privilege for me to even say it, because I've had a good relationship with my parents, um, but, um, so I'm not talking about people that don't, and my heart goes out to you in that respect, but there is, if you have a somewhat good relationship, I feel like, sometimes it can be a hindrance, but I've learned this just, especially with my dad's passing and all this, you, there is this part of you as a kid that you do want your parents to be proud of you. Yeah. And I don't think that ever goes away. And that's what was so, I think what I got emotional watching too is, is Shane really needed his mom to just say, I'm happy for you. I'm proud yeah. of who you are. I, that I support you. It was beautiful. Oh. Um, shall we talk about salary? Mal, Malvador. Salary. Malvador, Malvador Gigante. Malvador Gigante. Um, so they had an argument. That uh, we didn't see, y'all. And when someone has an argument that we don't see, what do we think, Poodle? Bullshit. Bullshit. Well, you know what? It's not, it's not that. It's always less compelling. It is less compelling. But did you understand? I felt I, like Mallory had, Mallory had no reason to be upset. Here's what it sounded like. Here's what it sounded like. This feels like we were making a mountain out of a molehill. Um, and I even had a hard time with Mallory being upset about it. She didn't. Because, she seemed like she was over it. Because one of Sal's ex-girlfriends showed up at or I his... Think the person who he was dating before, as they can't say the show, y'all. So they say, the experiment. The experiment. Uh, the person he was dating before, that woman showed up at his sister's that we met apartment. Crying crying and her sister had to deal with them to me that's not about sal that's not about mallory that's not about it's about this woman who's going through a hard time of a breakup but that's about her experience i don't right. see how but yeah, well, she gets mad at sal for it and she says i don't know if i can trust you she thinks it's something that he hasn't told her about if he was being, if he went into the the, exper- the experiment with dating people, and and basically, y'all again, Mallory's looking for another way to throw a match and just that, to make this go up in flames. That's what I wrote. She is looking He's, for an excuse to burn this down. She is a wild animal who is desperately trying not yeah. to be domesticated at this point. Wild women do, and they don't regret it. Close. Wow, women do. That's what I said. I sang. I changed your key. Oh, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> I think well, it's I actually had... higher than that. Wow, women. It is. Yeah. That, that's it. That's the key, actually. 
Boy, you know it when I say it. Maybe sometimes I do things not in the right key just to irk you. No, I don't think that's it. Anyway, so this is, he. she basically says, and it's, you know, it's so painful to watch her say this. Uh, she's like, if there's someone else, just tell me, and that'll be it. And Sal's, it's, it, this is not right what she does to him. Because no. I feel like part of her, part of her knows he's going to always apologize. Mm. Um, and it's almost like she's pushing him to see what he'll take. And she's seeing a, how far yeah. he's going to go. She'll see how far to go, but also, and I think it's old pattern stuff. Cause it's not that I don't think she doesn't care for Sal, but I think she does care for him. I think but, she does, but I think it's a little bit of going back to the her and Jarrett conversation yeah. where I felt like she wasn't uh he was shitty in that but she was kind of what i realize now seeing more of our whole picture i think she's just been a used to being addicted to drama yep and she's used like, to war of the roses relationships where you're fighting not, sal is not that person no there's you there he's just he's just very hot toast y'all he's very very hot toast with an I okay love hot toast with an okay penis i think it's okay like you're saying it's you know what we haven't done this yet. Uh, let's we'll finish up Mallory, but we'll say y'all. Um, uh, you know what, y'all stay tuned till the end. And Poodle's going to use his gift, <laughs> everybody's dick on the show. We're going to tease it. I, I will say this: number one, the biggest dick may surprise you. Well, there no, you I can tell you, the biggest dick I can already tell you is going to be Jared's. But <laughs> um, but number two might surprise you. All right. All right. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, 
what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Um, okay, everybody. Mallory says we're good, but if something comes up, I don't think I could get past that again. <sighs> I, let me say this. I, uh, I'm, I'm going to weigh in on on this probably at the end of the episode. We're going to talk about this more, but I think they will get married. Um, I think he will have done all the work. Mm-hmm. He will have... He will have left her with no way to turn down such a genuine expression of love. And that will be the way to, quote unquote, have domesticated the wild animal that is Mallory. I, I think they will get married, too. I'm leaning. I'm not full on as bored as you are, but I was la- two episodes. I would have said no. Now I'm like, OK, maybe um, let's talk about let's talk about deep and shakes. Um, or is that the that- only thing for them? Yeah, it yeah. is. You're right. They don't have a lot, basically. Um, but he finally, you know, he brings up and, you know, they're sitting having dinner and she's like, I, I see our future is so magical. And y'all, he in a really healthy and a really, and also I want to say kind way, brings up this kind of reservation of you're the most incredible girl. He says, girl, most incredible girl, woman I've ever met. And he said, everything about you is so great for me. And if I had to pick someone, it would be you. He said, and I also want this intense physical connection, but it's not really instinctual with me right now. 
He said, yeah, we this was be the best way to bring it up. it up. It was the best way to bring it up. And she says, and this is a great point. She said, I don't know what happened. We were really physical. Remember when he met her, he couldn't stop making out with her and grabbing her ass and like being all over her. Right. So as soon as he met her in the pods. Yeah. And yeah. so deep is asking herself too, what happened? Yeah. And they have, they haven't had sex yet. And, and I thought the, but he says something really interesting. Um, he says <clears throat> the physical connection is something, this is something that never happened to me is being overshadowed by the emotional one. And that's a lot of growth for him. Y'all. I, 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 I can't even say for someone like shake. Yes, and for him to say it's becoming, I just want to emphasize the way he said, y'all, in case you don't watch the show. If you're not watching this show, oh my God, don't You need to be watching this show. You need to be watching this show. Don't sleep on this season. Don't, but he says, he said, yes, it's overshadowing, but he even says, and becoming more important than the physical connection. Exactly. Yep. Anyway. Um, And I just, I keep going back to this idea if... If you, if you have a complete emotional connection with someone Mm -hmm. and there, if you just can't make a physical or a sexual connection, I'm trying to figure out how I would handle that because I've never, I've, I've had that a little bit, those issues, but it's always not worked out for me. Mm. I mean, has that happened to you? Like. It's hard because it's that's what's that that's what's great about this experiment or interesting right. is a better word because we never let it get past that exactly and then we won't and that's normal that's normal you don't have this physical attraction um, well I mean what I, my situation has been I've been friends with someone uh, for a while we've slept around a little bit and then they tell me they want to date me and. I'm like the physical connection. (laughs) Back it up. Back it up. (laughs) You know, I like to laugh and say you're wrong, but that's exactly what I do. It is. Uh, But it's so it's that kind of thing for me uh, where it's it's an anomaly of this experience, because I think about like with my partner now, it's seven years the sex is not, it's great. It's fine, but it's not actually the most important. So when I think about but that, it, but it but has that's to be, weird. it has to be present in the beginning. Exactly. It has but, to be. And I already, we've known each other. So they knew each other and didn't have this sex. So there, I think their, their storyline has become the most interesting one for me. Yeah, me too. So I, um, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it at the end of episode nine, but, uh, about predictions. Um, yeah, we'll talk about predictions. I do want to talk about the storyline that's probably the least interesting to me, and that's Iana and Jarrett. Yeah, me too. Mostly because I know it's a sure thing for him because I don't think he's really thought about it. I don't think... I, 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 I don't think he... It's weird. I really like her too. And me too. And I think she's boring TV. I'm just um, kind of like, like I just I'm not. I don't I, know if she's boring TV. I think, I think she's with someone who isn't challenging her the right way. 
uh, he doesn't ask her anything about herself no, and how she's exactly. feeling. If he does, we don't see it, y'all. We have never seen that. It is, and to me, that is the utter loneliness of their relationship. And she keeps saying, I'm all about actions. She's been saying that from episode, like, since Mexico. She's been telling him, I'm all about actions. Nothing. She even says it again in episode nine. Nothing's happened, y'all. Actions have not changed at all. Now, he's meeting her parents. Her adopted parents. Her adopted parents. Which, um... Her mom, Jennifer, looks her age. And her, her dad is hot. Her dad is I hot. would totally bang her dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, suddenly now Poodle could be on adults adopting adults. <laughs> that guy. So, Ooh. y'all, the goblets are out. This isn't a very long conversation, but Yana basically, um, you know, the parents say, you know, why do you want to be married? And, and why, the mom asks, Jared, why do you want to be married? And he gives his kind of stock answer Ugh, of she has this resilience. Bullshitter. But the mom says, okay, that's great. But what is it about her? What is it about her and her personality that you love? The mom tries to get a specific answer. And Jared you don't really says, get one. He says her passion before in her, in her, in her, how driven she is. But that's kind of the, and he says, she says, well, what is it about her? She's like, and how if you don't know if you haven't seen these things? And he doesn't, you're right. He doesn't answer that. And you guys, uh, I'm, I'm going to say this. The, the conclusion I've come to for this uh, is he's looking for someone to take care of him. He's looking for I, a, a second mom as a wife. I, I think he's looking for a second mom as a wife. I think he also is looking at, and again, y'all, it makes me rethink the way Americans. Yeah, you know, let's be, think about the way we in the West here think about marriage. He's looking for someone to take care of him. I think he's looking for someone who would be a good mom. He's yeah. looking for that person who's just maybe he's not madly in love with, but it's almost in a weird way. Like it's you feel like he's almost asking the same question as deep, except for deep. Or I'm sorry, a shake. But deep, deep and shake have this great emotional connection. I, I can't and even. About. You can't even compare the two for me. Well, no, why I'm comparing it is like for Jared, but it's not even like y'all have this great friendship. I'll, I'll, no. I feel like they act like roommates to me who like each other. Yeah, and the thing about it is, I'm going to say this one thing that he says: you have this resilience. To me, that's a way of saying. And maybe I'm reading too much into this, but she's gone through a lot of stuff and she's gone back fighting. That means if I take her through a lot of stuff, she'll be fine. Possibly. And, and this idea of, and also I think he's, he considers himself very resilient. So you're exactly right. It's like looking for a roommate and a partner. And I, and I feel though just from what we've seen, he is not willing to include her in any relation in any friend relationships that he has no. because she doesn't really belong in that in his kind of fun going out life. Um, she on the on the same aspect, she has not tried to push him on that because she's so worried about him breaking up with her, which makes me yeah. very sad. Yeah. Um, this. I agree with you. There's a little, there's a little less to be said here. This, there's just a generic wash of sadness 
with this relationship for me. Cause I don't think either people, you said that he's thinking about marriage differently. Um, I, I can, I can agree with that, but I don't think that's subconscious for him. Or I don't think that's conscious. I think she, on the other hand, completely wants the love of her life. Yeah. It's, it's actually not sad to me. It's more of, it's, it's unfeel. It's like this dispassionate. It's just nothing to me. It's not. I if it was like really sad and tormented, like Nick and Danielle. At least oh. it's something. It's just. Uh, but I'm I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. You yeah. just said it's a sad relationship. It's not even. It's worse than that to me. It's not oh, even. Gotcha. It's just so not feeling at all. Anyway. And- and then the mom, her mom said, are you okay with slowing down and kind of being, and he's like, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Cause they and, talk about, she went out like three times a week and I went, okay, that's a lot to go out. And like, these are the weeks when you're getting to know no, you're the going, person, like one you're time, still having to make the decision. Three times a week, dude, dude. And he's staying out to like three in the morning. I just, boy. This is this is just red flag central. I Someone got on a reality show to be to be like a sneaker influencer. Well, everything about what he says he does when he was talking about it was like so many things that made me feel like he talks up his he's he's very much to me a little bit all talk of a person. Yeah, I agree. And she loves that about him. And I think he's a great hang with the guys. I guarantee you he has no close female friends. None. Zero. He doesn't None. know how to relate to women. Any women he's that are somewhat pretty, he's fucked them. Yep. Yep. I, I'll, I'll raise my hand. All, all the, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> um, I would choose her father over Jarrett any day. Not me. Ooh, he's hot. Um, so let's talk about the, you want to get, I think that's it for the couples in the first part. No, except, uh, except for Daniel and Nick, but they're kind of after the wedding dress thing. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So let's talk about the wedding dresses. There's not. Hand party. We're having a hand party. We had a hand party. Uh, again, Natalie didn't, br- y'all, They we see Vanessa and Nick. They're there because Nick is y'all with the men and Vanessa's with the women. And we see that, um, <clears throat> Natalie brought Shane's mom and her mom and her sister, which is what you do at a proper wedding. I did cry a little bit when I saw Natalie's mom and Shane's mom talking to one another. It was beautiful. <sighs> it was lovely, lovely, lovely. And and y'all, of course, Wendy's there. Danielle's mom. That dress and is not flattering. Everyone to her. knows it's Wendy. It doesn't do well with her big old thighs. Ah, uh, probably not as good. Uh, Okay. Somebody got some Kendall Jackson here. Mom, I really like this dress, Mom. I like this no, dress. It's ugly. No. Okay. No. no. <laughs> okay, Ma. Okay, Ma. God, I love her. Love her. Um. <gasps> Mallory brought her two best friends because did she say her sister and mom are not supportive of this and are not coming? No, I think she said they couldn't come. I okay, don't. I don't in know. The, in the next episode, she said, she said something like. It's really hard when your family doesn't support you or whatever. I I know I I think she said in this episode that they quote couldn't come because she was very upset about it. And my thought was, and I wrote this down: who can't clear their schedules when I mean, the I, television show comes calling to pay you? Well, or who wouldn't? What mother 
wouldn't show up for her daughter's wedding dress fitting. Oh, I think I the think sister. there's I think that's exactly what it is. I think the sister is I think probably we 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 met the sister Tiffany and she's pretty judgmental. Pretty. Um, I was being I mean, nice. She, she um, has, but she's very judgmental. And we thought she was kind of good judgmental, but it turns out, remember yeah. y'all, she finished, They she the t- sister said at the end of that scene, it's hard. And this was a place I went, oh, this relationship's dysfunctional a little bit. When she said, it's hard letting somebody else love someone else that you love so much. And I went, love? Yikes. What's that thing? Uh, the Corinthians thing? Like, she needs to love read is that patient, love is kind. Yeah, I like your what's that, that Corinthians thing? That Two Corinthians. Corinthians. That verse always makes me cry at weddings. Always. I know yeah. everybody reads it, but it makes me emotional. You're so numb to it now because you played so many weddings. You're just <laughs> on your grinder looking at, and you're like saying, "Love is you're patient, going, love is kind." And you're like, "Your dick is patient. Your dick is kind. Your dick doesn't judge me." It does not boast. Ooh, that one boasts. Ooh. <laughs> Mama like does not bear false witness. Love does not get love will get hard on me in the morning. <laughs> wow, we ruin everything. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. <laughs> and so, um, and I love that Karen tells Nancy's like, my boy, he wouldn't hurt a fly. He loves family. And that's uh, Shane's mom. Yeah, yeah, Shane's mom. Oh, I love them. That's when I wrote down Lauren and Cameron. I, I'm calling that now, but I know you're not. There was here. one. There's one moment where uh, Deja, who is um, Jarrett's sister, is talking to uh, Yana, and and she, maybe she's doing a confession. She says, "Look, I know how my brother can be, and I really hope he's ready for this." So I think yeah. they all know. I don't think this has hit Jarrett yet that they're getting married, and I don't think it ever will. I think, um, I think Jared is immature at what yeah. he at what he wants to do. He says he's ready to get married, but we both knew men growing up who were like they got married really quickly, and of course, what happened? They were they would be out still partying as long as they could, and as, as soon as they had like one or two kids, they'd be. I saw this a lot, and with people I graduated with, they'd be like. Uh, out hound dogging it within a year after or three months after their baby was born. What's hound dogging it mean? Just like prowling. That's some country shit <laughs> expressions right there. But you, but you know what I'm talking about. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, Where you're um, just not mature. You're not ready to get married. And I you're do, not do ready. think I do think he's dealing with this pressure from his family. I think Jared, they want him think, to get yeah. married and he's just saying, let's just shut them up. Cause I guarantee you, Jarrett really doesn't want to get married. I don't think he does. I've never thought he's a bad guy. I think he's a scared guy. I think he's like you said, he is feeling so much pressure and he's just kind of thrown in the towel. Like, well, I'll just do this. And because all this stuff he said to the parents, like, oh yeah, I know when I get married, I have to settle down and lead a different life. He doesn't Honey, believe that though. As we said, he should be doing that now. Right, yeah, just it's because not you're in a relationship think, and you get married, it changes. I just think he's has the emotional maturity of a fifteen-year-old yeah. boy. Oh yeah, for sure, for and sure. And he, y'all, don't don't Iana. If she marries him, she's going to have to raise a fifteen-year-old boy. There's a reason you're why I have lot, to raise them. 
there's a reason why women in their late 20s often like a guy who's in their mid to late 30s. I mean, imagine if Danielle was with someone her age. (laughs) There's a reason why she's dating Nick. I must say, though, uh, he there's there's something about Nick that there are certain things that he says. And also when he when he's with the rest of the group that I'm just always kind of like, why are you shitty? There's you know certain things that Nick does. We're going to that... talk about it this episode and next episode, but I have a bit of a turn of opinion. Uh, yeah. With Nick. But let's talk about real quick. Let's talk about dresses. Ho. Um, this was different than we've done before, but, um, uh, that usually there's a little bit more, they, some they took a little longer, I think last season with the dresses. I think um, they did too. First of all, I've got to say that where they are, all oh, these dresses kind of look the same. They're all beautiful, but... They do. Well, they look... I will say, like, because the two dresses Mallory wears are fucking gorgeous on yeah. her. She can wear But anything. the second one looked amazing with that off the, the shoulders. Ugh. The second one looked amazing, but I loved the first one. I loved... Natalie's dress made me gasp. The way it was fit on oh, the top. And, and usually I hate a lot of volume it in was, the... Beautiful you know, on her. You know who my favorite dress was? Who? Danielle's. Okay. I didn't love I didn't love Danielle's dress in the wedding thing. I thought it fit perfect. I thought her body looks That's what I'm saying. It it made her body her f- look perfect. But I didn't like all the lace. But then later in episode nine, y'all, that's their wedding day. When she was oh, with she the hair and everything, gorgeous. I was like Okay, I'm into this look. Um, the person I didn't like any of their dresses was Iana. I didn't love any of no, their dresses. No, the first one was awful. The second one worked for me, but not really. <sighs> and I didn't love the headband with all the stuff hanging down in the back. It just looked unfinished to me. Yeah, I... I, I kind of thought the headband on, she has this short, cute pixie haircut. And I think the headband's like trying to do something. I would much rather her just have short hair and either like a little clip or just have a beautiful yeah. necklace. It also needs the dress because she's so tiny. The dress needs to really emphasize that. Yeah. And nothing really did for her. It I was like the kind dress of, was wearing her. That's true. Yeah. I was kind of annoyed that no one fought for her to have a more fitted option. Well, um, but I love that Deeps, y'all, Deeps is like, I'm doing an Indian gown. And I'm her, doing an Indian outfit. And it was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. God, I love, oh, can we be friends with her? Yeah, I, I want to be friends with her. The thing is, y'all, I'm the last person who wants to be friends. I usually make fun of you a lot by saying, I think we'd be friends with them. But you would with her. I would be friends with Deeps. So that's basically really all. Like all the dress thing. Um, I just will say that. So it's five days until the wedding. Real quick, Mallory comes home from a long day of work, and Sal has made her made us dinner, y'all. Them, it's like how much Sal, better could he get? I wrote down. Sal is like friends with the producer or something like that because all the shots they did, it looked like a fucking cooking show, and the way they did all this. Meanwhile, y'all. Poodle is pretty much just fucking himself with his remote at this point. (laughs) I knew this drove you crazy. I'm changing the volume with my sphincter. (laughs) (laughs) Why is this muting? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I just reset my TiVo. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I have a tickle in my throat today. Oh, input change. Input. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, show you input. So, um, I mean, it's really, that's it. It's just that she, but she said, I'm glad we're having these hard, she looks beautiful. And she says, I'm glad we're having these hard conversations. And she said, clean slate, clean slate. You know, because the I, what he did was so horrible. You, I liked her in the beginning. I'm going to say this now. And I, I'm, I'm not someone who says you don't deserve blah blah blah. I don't want to say that. What you have done in this relationship, Mallory, you, you have not. What you have done, you have not deserved the level of what he has done for you. No, I agree. And when she says, <laughs> she says, um. And I do love you. And I went. And I do appreciate you. Why are you still saying this five days before your wedding? This should have been earlier. The whole confirmation of confirming someone that you love them. Yeah. I know this is a short experiment, but still. I see this in two two ways. Either she's that awful or this is a bit of fraudacity. Either she's playing up the will they or won't they. Because – I think we already have a slam dunk in Shane and Natalie that they're still mm-hmm. going to try to get back at us. Up. The mm-hmm. other three, I don't know. I think I think Deeps and Deeps and and uh, and and Shake will get married, but um, I I'll say it now, and I'll pro- we'll probably talk about it in the next episode. I don't think I think Ayana's going to have something at the last minute where she goes she she everything in her will finally revolt, and her conscience will say. He doesn't really want to marry me. Maybe. Save it for episode nine. But you so you think they you think they're gonna think saving go it for it? episode nine when we Fine. do predictions normally. Fine, you bitch. Fine. Fine. Thank you for about, shaming me. Let's talk about Danielle and Nick and this last thing. You're like, oh great. They're tasting cake. What can go wrong when you're eating cake? Nothing. Well, Nothing can go wrong. It can, uh, especially if you're eating gluten-free cake. I know people are gluten-free. I get it. But uh, it I, I think I, to me, honestly. I think I've had good gluten-free cake. You have, you have to do it well. You have to do it well. Um, so, uh, and I, w- I would disagree that it tastes the same for, for a gluten-free cake. You, you are a cake connoisseur. I am. I've had cake made with uh, a combination of coconut flour and rice flour before, um, and it was good. The texture was still off. It's a more it's more dense than a flour cake. Um. Yes. Yeah. But I'm. But I'm. I'm saying. I. I would say yes. Can you make good gluten free cakes? I'm saying just don't put one in front of me and say bet you can't tell the difference because I'm just like yeah this is gluten free, without even without batting my eyes. So, so many sissies now are going to bring you cake, and and I and you try to and try to tell me I I will if you bring me something as a gluten free cake, and I say oh this is um, first of all not, I'm not going to eat whatever you give me at a live show I promise you because I'm like uh, I'm like Shayna or who was it I'm like uh, Ty is this poison um, and it's also COVID so you're not going to give me uh, gluten free cake. Okay, so let's talk about Danielle and Nick. <laughs> I'm just saying, just don't put gluten-free cake in front of me and say, bet you can't tell the difference. I will gladly eat your gluten-free cake. 
Someone just did don't this to say, Poodle once and it really upset him. They did. Okay, there we are. Okay, let's talk about, so they're eating cake and they're saying- I'm going to have more to talk about cake in a minute. Oh, great. And so they said- Don't have funfetti at your wedding. <laughs> Come on. That's for child's birthday parties. Just trying to finish this show. That's all. But you know, would you have that at your fucking wedding? No. Come on. Come on, y'all. No. (laughs) There we are. There we are. Um, I I almost threw my notepad here when they're like, let's do the fun fetty. So we have Dent. So there's a sandbox. Okay, we're moving on from cake. Sorry. (laughs) I have very strong opinions. Uh, And so Danielle said, I guess Nick left and she said, um, I guess, so c- clarify to me, she, she had plans with friends and Nick said, you said, oh, I didn't think, we, are we going to be having separate plans? Or are we going to be doing things together on the weekends? She right? brought up, it was a little confusing. She said, <clears throat> she said, if we were, she brought, she brought, so brings up Again, first. I'm like, why are we not seeing this? But whatever. If we were dating for three months already, we would have stopped dating. She yes. brings that up. And she's like, yeah. No, but she, said, just, she said, if we were dating for only three months and had all these issues, we would have stopped dating right. for the experiment. Yes. Um, and this is the kind of thing where he's trying to, they're trying to have a moment and she is bound and determined to bring up something that she's trying to show all of her mess to. And That's, yeah, that is her thing is that she's y'all she's bringing this up because she's she's feel she's feels she's unlovable. I'm and unlovable will, and I've and got I to show him say, all my shit. Does he handle it well? No. This is Absolutely what I not. I've I've learned that does so she brings this up and Nick said, you know, we were at dinner. He said, if you like to go out, he said, you like to go out. And I just want to know kind of when I'm invited. Y'all remember, he feels neglected by his family. He yep. has said this. He's talking. We've met his family. Yeah. And she says, basically, they go into the whole thing where he says, you're putting words in my mouth. But do you notice every time? Look, does Danielle have crazy or not rational thoughts? Yes. Yes. But instead of Nick saying, oh, man, you're going through it right now. I can understand why you're thinking this because of this and this and this. But this is my experience of this and this and this. He doesn't do that. Instead, he goes, why do you do that? Blaming. Why are you, yeah, he, why he are you goes the right crazy girl? Her. Why are you the crazy girl? That's what he keeps telling her constantly over say why and you, over. You're, 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 you're abusing that's hyperbole a, there. But, that's the subtext because Daniel yeah. feel I'm, I, I don't mean I'm not calling Daniel crazy, but Daniel. But I'm saying you're, he's, you're saying, saying he's saying that. You, Danielle, he's making her feel that way. Yes. Danielle has been called by asshole guys. Danielle has been called crazy before. She definitely has. And she feels like she is the quote labeled crazy girl. And that's what she's trying to bring up this whole time is she's like, I have to show you my crazy. So you'll, and so if you don't love me and it's too much you can for leave you, before you it's can too leave. late. But yeah. he is emphasizing it's, it. And I'm going to, I'm going to say that they're both terrible a, to each other about, Probably about 70% of the time he tries to handle it. He handles it somewhat well, but he gets, he has a very short fuse. You guys, she's used to calming herself down. 
he won't let that go. And he takes extreme offense when you, one of his triggers are when you tell him something he didn't say exactly the the right way, because she all, she, a lot of times will, will say it in some way that she heard it. And for him, he'll say, I did not say that. I said this, exactly that. When she's just saying, that's how I heard it. They're actually both way more similar than yeah. they should be because he takes it personal and it's this way of he, he totally, they both actually, I think once Sissy wrote, they said earlier in the show, they said, Danielle really, um, uh, punishes Nick for having feelings, but so does Nick to Danielle. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's just, I, it's not, I think he even gets, I I just want to say Nick even doubles down more and tells, and kind of like, it's not gaslighting, but he just guilting her saying that's words of, I would never say that. I, Mm -hmm. I'm not that type of, he, now he's bringing this onto his, that she's attacking his identity as a person. And, and I want to clarify the thing is he's coming from the exact words he said and that's what's upsetting him is she's misrepresenting him where she's saying it doesn't matter. This is how I felt I when you felt. said it. And, and yeah. he can't, that's just not, that's not the kind of person he is. He can't, he, if, if she wanted to, if she wanted to really get places with him in, in, in arguments like this, she would really be careful about saying what he said, but yes. she just kind of, generically puts it how she heard it and he would be really good to just to to actually reflect what she's feeling to her so she thinks he understands it they're both really i think this couple this is all for me that's about control for both of them nick is used to being control in his life to calm Mm -hmm. his anxiety about feeling worthless and because he was neglected danielle is used to controlling her life because she felt worthless because she was fat and made fun of it. So they both really, I think are kind of operating with these same, uh, core dysfunction. Right. Yeah. Anyway. It's just, <sighs> boy, I'm... how this has changed. Right. Um, y'all, that's the that's end of the episode. Up. We're going to get into bachelor parties next ah! time. We're going to talk about episode nine. Y'all you go to realitygaze.com. Um, y'all know the shit. Go to the link tree. Do all the shit because I want to re- get into the next episode. Our so, live show is in LA this next Sunday, the twenty seventh. Come see us and the the fabulous hosts of Date with Dateline, Katie and Kimberly. 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 All right, y'all. We'll see you next episode. But until then, ask yourself when you're, you know. When you're fighting about gluten-free cake. Gluten-free cake. Ask yourself. And you're choosing fun foodie. Is love, love blind? I'm sorry. Come on with the fun fatty, y'all. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.